one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hello and welcome back to Saving Lives in Slow Motion. It's been a while and as I said on my last episode which was on relationships, I was going to be taking a break for a while. I've been finishing off uh, submitting my book which is out next year, January 23. And also I had the first holiday I've had in two and a half years um, for a period of about 15 days in gorgeous Mauritius so I'm very lucky to have had that with some great friends so I'm back I'm refreshed and now that I am back I'm planning to put the podcast out on a weekly basis now in terms of what I cover on the pod as you know it's a fairly broad spectrum of stuff about being human but today I thought I'd introduce to you the concept of my new book because it's very much in my mind. I've been writing second edits and honing it really to be something that is really worthwhile and helpful to people to read. Otherwise, there's no point in writing it. The book's called The Health Fix, and it is all about changing your health by understanding the story of you. Now, I don't know what you make of that, but essentially, it's a toolkit that helps you kind of unpack your life and put it back together again. Now the method is something similar to my episode on lifestyle prescriptions if you've heard that but rather than it be for practitioners I want this to be usable by members of the public something that they can use themselves. Why am I doing that? Well lots of reasons. Firstly you may have noticed that access to healthcare is so difficult these days and I don't want to go into the politics of it, but because of COVID and the way that we work and all of the things that people have stored up, the demand outstrips supply, very simply. So in my mind, that means that we need to get better at self-care. Now, there are some things that you're always going to need medical attention for, namely emergencies or anything with red flags, including all of those campaigns that you see around say for example bowel cancer or skin cancer any red flag signs definitely need medical attention but there's also a lot of people out there who just don't feel well or have lots of niggling grumbles or conditions that are bumbling along where they don't really have a diagnosis they may have been to the doctor and they're just sort of putting up with it or 
sometimes people have more debilitating symptoms where they have fatigue or brain fog or joint pains, all, all of which are unexplained or things like abdominal pain or headaches, for example. And although I make no claims about what this book will do, over the last 30 years since I started med school, I have learnt so much about people and what makes them tick, what their health wishes are, and what works and what doesn't work, based on the patient story and the latest evidence. And really what I wanted to do was to work out what it was that got people better. Was there a method to this? And clearly there was. There are certain commonalities in the things that affect our health. And really the hardest part was trying to distill down things that might be quite complex into something really simple. So for this episode, I'm going to lay out an overview of the health fix and how it works as a toolkit. And then over the next few weeks and months, I'm going to deep dive into little sections, or rather subsections, that appear in the book as little nuggets that you can take away for yourself, just in terms of micro tips. Okay, so let's start with what we're actually trying to do here. So we know how the story ends. One day we'll sadly draw our last breath. But while we are living, breathing, it's my view that you want to enjoy the best quality of life that you can for as long as you can. And that's me speaking for myself, but I think most people would agree with that. And unless you have a long-term medical condition from early life or something that needs long-term care that is an established diagnosis, in my view, based on the real world, real people, what we do, how we do it, where we live and what happens to us has a huge impact on our health. Now, what I've just described there is lifestyle medicine. Believe it or not, I don't like the term lifestyle medicine. I don't think it's representative of what it means. And if you think of the word lifestyle as behaviours plus environment, or habits plus luck, it becomes a bit more clear. And if you think about yourself, or anyone, at any moment in time, there are eight things, eight factors that affect your health at any one moment in time. So not in any particular order, they are genetics, your family history that is, your environment, where you live, what your life is like, what your relationships are like, that kind of thing. Exercise and movement, diet, your sleep habits, stress levels, historic infections that you've had because these have an impact on your immunity and your exposure to sunlight. Now it's all well and good laying this out um, and this loop of factors um, is something that I call the health loop in the book. Just knowing about the eight factors on its own isn't massively helpful. You've got to know what to do with them and how to interpret them. 
And the first thing I normally ask in a consultation or get people to do when they're thinking about themselves, and I'd like you to try it now, is just think about your typical day. Because most of those eight factors in the health loop will fall out once you think about that. Now in future episodes, I'm gonna cover those eight factors in a bit more detail. But as you sit there doing whatever you're doing at the moment and you're thinking about your typical day, I want you to think about what's actually happening during your typical day. So your typical day will consist of things like waking up, having breakfast, traveling to work, um, perhaps dropping kids off to school or whatever it is you're doing in your day. But all of those activities are actually controlled by two things. One is your behaviors and the other is your biology. And the first section in my book is all about behaviours and biology. I think it's really important because unless we understand those to a, a certain level and are able to acknowledge what they're all about and, and how our body responds to certain things, there's no point in going further because we, we all know that we need to exercise more and eat a bit better and sleep a bit earlier. I mean, that's common sense. So I'll give you the, uh, you know, kind of example of the kind of thing I mean. So in the book, I talk about something called our chimp brains. And this is all to do with the primitive part of our brain, uh, which means that sometimes we can't control our behaviours. So if you've ever eaten a whole box of chocolates on your own or shouted at a loved one or a friend for no reason or been overcome by road rage that's probably your chimp brain at work. I'll post in the show notes about it because it's interesting but in the book we talk about how we can manage that and the point is is that this whole method is individual. I think why um, that's important is firstly I had my own health journey and you know, I wasn't doing anything dramatically wrong and I wasn't feeling well. And secondly, although public health advice is really important about stopping smoking and making sure that you get enough exercise and that you're eating your five a day and doing all of those things, on their own, often they're not enough to make someone feel well. So I think there's a real need for this kind of approach and this book. And as I said, the starting point for this involves a little bit of learning because it's all well and good trying to understand yourself but as I said unless you know a little bit about behavior and biology it's going to be harder work than it needs to be. So actually that first section in the book is called the foundation because that's what it is. They are the foundations for learning about how to get yourself better. The middle section is a bunch of fascinating case studies and I call this section the aspirations because they're based on what people have told me they want the most in terms of their health over the years so for example better memory or more energy that kind of thing and then the last section in the book is called the fixes and these aren't exactly hacks but they are tips that work fairly universally even though I said that the method is personalized and individual to you there are certain rules um, with certain things whether it's to do with movement or hydration or sleep 
that seem to work on more than most people. You know, in summary, I guess, the world is quite a difficult place to live in at the moment. And as the great Viktor Frankl said, when we're no longer able to change a situation, we're challenged to change ourselves. And that is really the essence of what this is about. We've got to take some kind of control and have a good idea of what we're doing about it. Now, if you want to kind of dive into a bit about behaviour change, then listen to my episode on that. And also, I recommend you listening to the one on lifestyle prescriptions, because both of those feature quite heavily in the book, and will give you a really good start on what the health fix is all about and what it can do for you. Meanwhile, um, the next few episodes, as I said, will be related to content in the book. Um, Some of them will be about health wishes that people have. Others will be deep dives into areas that are of interest to you and will have an impact on your health. I'm also trying to keep these um, podcast episodes slightly more bite-sized because they have sort of got longer uh, over the last few months and I think I want to keep it nice short and sharp so until we meet again uh, do take care stay well and I will be back very soon in fact in a week so until then do take care stay well and do let me know if there are topics that you want me to discuss because I'm always open to that and very lastly thank you so much yet again for listening bye for now deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 